forward progress. What we will remember more than anything else about this game was the way Gardner limped back onto the field. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Forward Progress. I'm your host, Devin Gardner, and this week I have the pleasure of having a guest who has been the voice of Detroit for so many years, and he's been a Detroit sports super fan forever. I'm talking about Mr. Shazam himself, Darius Summers II, also known around the city as Dr. Darius, the doc, the doc, the Dr. Darius. Dr. Darius got his start in 1998 after leaving Spexhauer School of Broadcasting. For 14 years, he served as the evening host on iHeartRadio. After brief stints with Radio One, in 2016, he found himself back with iHeartRadio, this time as the afternoon drive host. From 3 to 7 p.m., he is one of the hottest DJs in the country and the voice of the city on one of the hottest radio stations for hip-hop and R&B. Aside from being a radio personality, he started the Shazam Media Group, and under that umbrella, there's voiceover production, video editing, and event planning. He's a brand ambassador, a photographer, a business owner, a great father, and so much more. And this will be a great conversation. But first, as always, here's Jay Reed with Four Progress. Your hustle gotta be harder than anything that you fear. Gotta know how to tune out the haters that you gon' hear. Gotta get started now, you can celebrate in a year. Cause somebody gon' need your gift, don't be stingy, you got the cure. It's all factual, and we all tactical. You think Devin Gardner got farther from being practical? You think he ain't work for the blessings that he was asking for? You think he ain't work on his weaknesses after practice, though? No. All right, that was Jay Reed, and this is the man himself, the doctor, Dr. Darius. What's up? What's up, Devin Gardner? It's your boy. Doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs> yes, sir. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, feeling great. Loving your show, loving the energy. Uh, and I, I find myself watching all the time. So I'm, I'm very, very uh, excited to be here today. Well, I'm glad you came to join. I know you got a lot going on, right? You you at work right now, right? You probably just got off the radio. You did pre-recorded or did everything. So I appreciate you joining us. How's the family doing? How How's the family with all your sons that have your exact same face? How's, that, how's your family doing? <laughs> yeah, they did take my face. They did. I I, I can't even. It's I so even... weird. It's like, wait a minute. Do they have another parent? I mean, there's, there's no way. <laughs> Yeah, that's like one of the comments I get when I post this on social media, like, oh, they stole your whole face. Like, you know what? Yeah. Hey, they, they can have, keep it in the family, keep it in the yeah. family. But everyone's good. Um, you know, of course, they're gaming a lot outside of school. Uh, you know, they all play football, baseball, basketball, but, you know, they haven't really had a chance to kind of interact uh, as much. So I did buy them, like, some weights for the basement. We got some resistance. Ah, and some so they probably bells. get down the weights like the doctor. Yeah, yeah, just try to build them up a little bit and get them ready for uh, Devin Gardner's uh, football camp. I know it's coming up real soon, so uh, yeah. yeah. So before we before we dive all in, there is no way we can start this, right, and really start talking about everything, but without a Shazam. I need mean, just one Shazam. I mean, it don't have to be – I mean, I got to have one Shazam just so the people know who we talking to. Shazam! <laughs> so how'd you come up with that? Like, where did that come from? When did it start? How'd you come up with Shazam? It's crazy, man. I was on the radio, and this is why I love answering the phones, man, here at the radio station. I was uh, literally, I was excited about something, and I just said it. Uh, obviously, I, I think I heard uh, Dave Chappelle say it. Shazam! And, yeah. yeah, Shazam! <laughs> and I just said it on the radio, and a listener called in and was like, say, say it again. I was like, 
Like, say what? And she said, say Shazam. I said, Shazam. She's like, no, say how you just said it. I'm like, Shazam. She started so dying. <laughs> so it was one of those things where, you know, a name that actually, uh, or, you know, something that kind of grew with the listeners. So that's kind of where it came from. You've done so much over the years, right? So what what are, what are you doing now? Like, what exactly is Dr. Darius doing right now? Uh, right now, of course, raising three rock kids who uh, keep opening up my refrigerator door every day. Uh, so every day. I'm trying to manage that bill. That's one. But no, me personally, man, I've been working on uh, it's, it's crazy that you said that because I just accepted the uh, Spirit of Detroit Award from the, uh, yes. the City Council. So thank you for that, for recognizing my efforts. But man, I, they were reading some of the things that I've done. I'm like, I, did, I don't really remember half of them because, man, my heart is just with the city. Uh, yeah. But right now, my heart is with, uh, you know, helping uh, folks grow in different areas, whether it's uh, mental health awareness, uh, um, fitness, uh, arts, music, and entertainment. So right now, I'm working on my podcast, and I'm going to drop the name on the show for you for the first time because I haven't put it out there. But the uh, the podcast is coming. It's called the People Movers Podcast. So, I mean, it's perfect. That's a perfect name. That, that's like for progress for me. Like, yeah. people mover, you have moved so many people and helped so many people. I mean, you wear so many hats, including the hat that you're wearing right now. I mean, you have so many hats. So we, I know you got started in 98, right? And so, but, you know, when, when someone of your stature, right, not not too many people know the real story. Like, hey, because, you know, when, when you do things and you become what you become, you have a vague story on the Internet. But then it's like the, the intricate pieces of the of your story that people just don't get a chance to hear. So how, how did you truly get started in 98? Uh, man, it actually started in high school. Uh, and I tell a lot of kids, you know, that's in high school right now, follow your dreams. So I was always um, into sports. I started with sports. Uh, and perfect, uh, quick story. Uh, Pistons were in the playoffs. Uh, it was a time that our family reunion was going on down south. We didn't fly. Everyone was driving. And they wanted to leave right when the Piston game started. I'm like, yo, the game is starting. What are we doing? They're like, you can listen to it in the car. I'm like, hey, okay. So listening to it in the car, when you listen to uh, – uh, great announcer uh, like George Blaha, the way he describes where the basketball is on the court, it felt like I was watching the game. So uh, that interests me. Uh, then there was a program in my school. I attended the uh, communication and media arts high school. Shout out to CMA. Go Ferros! Yeah. Uh, but they had a program where you had a chance to actually go out and learn about, you know, broadcast television and radio on a high school level. And so they would send me out to uh, high school football games like Cass and King. I think I did Southwestern and Western one time. Uh, and then they will send us out with a microphone and a recorder. And I was the play-by-play guy based off the instructions that uh, I received from uh, some uh, some great teachers. And uh, from there, I kind of ran with it. I, I won my second year around. I won um, Sportscaster of the Year. I met John Mason, who's the, the Pistons announcer. And uh, for senior skip day, instead of skipping and going to hang out with the people, my friends, I actually went down to the radio station. He saw me. He showed me everything that went down. And you know, quick story, like radio is like theater of the mind. So like, literally I asked him, I said, yo, Mason, like you're in the studio, you're giving away $98. Like, is there a safe in there? I'm just kind of wondering like the behind the scenes thing. So what he literally did was take, I'm gonna use the paper. He took a newspaper and put it up to the microphone. I said, I said, how you do it? He said, you just won $98, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. It sounded like he was counting money. And from that point, I was hooked because radio is the theater of the mind. You just never know what goes on behind the scenes. You just hear yeah. what's put together. So I, I've been hooked ever since. That That's awesome. <laughs> you just pulled paper. There's no money involved. Yeah, no for money real. involved. 
He said, "You got a safe in the? You got a safe in in the, in the studio?" <laughs> hey man, I wondered, and and you know, like I, I had a chance to go up. Even the 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 tune up man, he had a. He was high from the Penobscot Builders. It was times that I'm riding around downtown. They're doing the weather and traffic. I'm looking up at the top of the Penobscot Builder, like, where is this guy? I get in the studio for the show. This man is on the phone doing his report. Yeah, we're high. But I was like, oh my gosh, like y'all fooling everybody right now. So I've been okay. So uh, going that. So uh, how I think it's about two or three years ago, maybe. Uh, I think I was going to wrestling, right? And we on the phone, right? And so. I'm on the phone. I call you, but you're on the radio, right? You're on the radio right now. And I'm just like, okay. I'm sure because this is before I did media anything like that. And I'm like, what do you, how are you, what, what do you, I thought you was, what you, he's like, oh, no, no, I'll be recording that. I'm good to go. I'm like, what is going on? What is this sorcery? <laughs> so you know, technology kind of nowadays, you know, Dan, I'm able to kind of like, with technology nowadays, I'm able to, um, you know, do radio from the car. I could do radio anywhere. I'm literally yeah. not at the radio station right now. I'm in my closet at home, bro. No, you're not. No, I'm, I'm at the radio. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You are not in your closet. I mean, you just closet. never know. Like, I, I can have on some, some basketball shorts and, you know, some flies right now. But, I mean, that's that's where we are nowadays. So, I mean, basically, you've been working from home way before the pandemic. You've been living the work from home life. Even though you had the studio, you can wear whatever you want on the radio. Nobody ever knows. I mean, nobody ever knows. Basically, you're right about that. No facts That's about funny. that. So, you're the voice of Detroit. I don't even feel like there's any. You are the voice of Detroit, and everybody looks at you as such, especially me. How does that feel? Right? Was that always the plan? Right? I'm gonna be the voice of Detroit. Like when we were a kid and we're growing up, and and what we want to be when we grow up. Were you sitting around saying, "I'm gonna be the voice of Detroit"? Nah, I definitely didn't draw that play up like that, DG. It was one of those moments where I saw something as a young man, and it was fun. And I figured if I went to work and had fun every day, man, I would like – as I said, you know, shout out to my the women in my family. Man, they work so hard. I've seen them work and sacrifice for everyone in our family. So I wanted to make sure I came up and did something fun. And I, I wanted to, you know, just kind of grow what I saw, man. It was like <laughs> 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. I wanted, I wanted to do that, but – it's cool, man, because it's weird. It's, it's not weird. It's cool. It's, it's weird to me because I'm so, like, I feel like I pay the same bills as everyone else. I'm so down to earth. It's weird sometimes because people be like, man, you a legend, bro. You a legend, bro. You, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. So now I'm accepting because it's, sometimes it's hard to kind of look at yourself the way the other people look at you. Yeah. And so I've, I've kind of grown into that. Oh, yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, but yeah. it's cool, man, to be recognized from a city that you love and, and, and to do for and, and people recognize those efforts, so I love it. Yeah, that's that's dope. That's that's that is dope. So you you the voice of Detroit, and you parlay that into all types of relationships, right? But you a sports man first, right? You said it yourself you a sports fan before you voice voice of Detroit, right? So you've been able to use your 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 you being the uh, voice of Detroit and parlay that into relationships with all the major sports teams in Detroit. I mean, this has to be a dream for you. Yeah, it is. I mean, just to be able to connect the culture with different organizations uh, who definitely care about the city from the Pistons, Lions, Red Wings, Tigers, they all have community programs uh, that they would like to outreach, you know, to serve to, to, to the community of Detroit. And it's, it's good to man to be on that boat, you know, to know that that boat is going somewhere to know that a, a young man or a young lady, um, you know, when I was coming up, they, they would have that same opportunity to, you know, get an internship or see something because, you know, Dev, you know, people go to college, man, they don't know what they, they want their major to be. They just know they got that, that one uncle 
went to school for engineering and he got five cars legit. But when they get there, they probably switching their major up. So I encourage all, you know, students to get internships and stuff like that to see exactly where you want to go with it. Yeah, I mean, everybody's like, hey, you got to go to college, got to go to college. But nobody's telling you what you need to do. You know what I mean? You just go to college. I mean, that's you go and you waste all your time. You don't know what you want to do. And, and by the time you you four years in, you're like, my goodness, I still don't know what I want to be or what I want to do. Now, turn back moment. Right? Everybody's had it. And so I, I kind of describe turn back moment as that moment where you have a choice where things just aren't going quite the way you want them. Right. The plan. Right. You had a plan. Right. You had a play and your play you drew up is not happening the way you got. You got a blitz from the left. You thought it was coming from the right. All these different things. Uh, and you have a choice. Right. Where you could turn left. Right. Which it will ensure that it will never happen for you. Right. Whatever you want will never come. Uh, or you can turn right and keep on keep on pushing. And obviously you've been the person that did not turn back. And so what, what was your turn back moment in your life? I would say when I first started. You know, um, that's usually when it happens. That's, that's yeah. usually when it's when it's the toughest. When I first started radio, man, I hated everything. I hated my voice. I hated how I sounded. I hated my, my radio name. I didn't like nothing. Cause I felt what was like your radio name then? It was Dr. Darius. It's crazy. Like you, how energetic you probably hear me on the radio. My first. He hated, his, he, he hated his name that's made him famous. I mean, I did because I didn't. I mean, you, you was coming up with like Reggie Reg, Frankie Darcel, like they had like person. I didn't want to have my government named. Hi, this is Darius Summers. Like incidentally, my very first show hosted was The Quiet Storm. So the Quiet Storm guy, he was off for the week and they needed me to fill in. So I was Darius Summers then. It was like a, you know, it was after 10. Um, and then, you know, it was slow music, but then there was an opportunity for me to actually work on the weekends. I was the sixth man on the bench. So anybody who, who took off, I was the guy who filled in. Right. And um, I was in our production studio one day and Bushman was like, man, you always doctoring something up, man. Like, and it kind of like hit me like, okay. Light bulb. Doctor, and then I had no choice, Dev. I had to roll with it because I was not rolling with Darius Summers. It was like, <laughs> It was 5.55. My shift started at 6. I was still pondering the name. I had to roll with it. I, I, I had to go whatever cleats that were in the locker and run the ball. Right. So you, you became Dr. Darius and you hated it. I did. Absolutely. So what, what was so tough about those early, that excluding, you know, the name or whatever, but what was so tough about, you know, finding find yourself essentially, right? Because you, did, you didn't know what your voice was at that point because you hadn't been, been on the radio. So what, what was so tough about it? I mean, you're in major market radio. You're around so many seasoned veterans and professionals. You know, normally you will leave a specs hour that you'll go to a small market, market number 635, and you're wake, you're, you're working your way up to a market like this. So, I mean, I was one. I always wanted to sound clean and professional and informative and uh, and have fun. And I, I felt like I just wasn't in that groove. There's so many things that you have to do. It's not just talking and reading liners. Like, you literally have to run this board. Uh, there's, like... 30 something channels here with all types of knobs. And here I am 19 years old, just looking at this board. Like it's crazy. Cause the specs already had a, like a turn knob board, but here we got the sliders and the faders and it was just so many things to do. And, but you know, it's sort of like Dev, your first time playing quarterback, you got to know where everybody's going. You got to mm -hmm. know the play. You got to look at the defense and, and that's, that's it. You got to know which records are coming up, how much time you have to talk in between the records uh, you have to, you know, tease records or tease contests you have coming up. So you think about doing all of that as a 19 year old trying to put it all together. And then you don't even like your name <laughs> or your voice. So 
it was cool. You know, with practice, it all came together. You know, just going to practice like football. You know, it, it all came together, and and here I am, man. Just twenty one. It'll be twenty one years in June. That's crazy. That's great. I mean, so if I'm a, I'm a young kid, right now, I wanna I wanna follow in Dr. Darius' footsteps. Right, I'm listening to this, and and I wanna make sure that I can be, you know, all I can be as far as you know, being a radios and and an influencer and all these things. What's your advice to to that kid? Like, what does he need? To, where does he need to start? Where does he or she need to start? Uh, one is your phone. Everything's on your phone, so you can record yourself. Uh, just sit around, sit around with some friends. Start a podcast. That's what you do first. Mm. Sit around your friends. Put the phone in the middle, and you guys have a conversation that you know other people can relate to. Uh, and, and that's it. Just practice. You, you're probably not going to like your voice, your name, or things going to change. But just to get started, you know, it, it all took confidence for me. I heard myself on the radio at 14 years old uh, when I was doing a sports casting, and that was cool. And it gave me all the confidence in the world. But um, to put everything together for a show, for people to actually listen and say, yo, I heard that. And then just use, you don't need a, a, a radio station for that. Like you can just use your peers, your friends, uh, people that you're in school with, uh, your family and friends. Hey, listen to this, like it, comment and share and, and just go from there. And, and you are the radio. You already have a voice. Uh, you don't need a 50,000 uh, watt radio station to, to make that happen because social media is everywhere. And uh, even if you want to do some TV stuff, set up your phone, throw it on YouTube. Don't try to make it too perfect. People are, in my discovery, people, like, I <laughs> I would produce a video and have it clean and make it look like, you know, a, a forward progress show uh, with Devin Gardner. And <laughs> some people would, they would like it, but they they kind of like the raw video. So right, right, right. Just, just give your best uh, and, and just put it out there and it, it, it'll come back. You'll figure everything else out. All right, those are some great nuggets and and you give back so much, right? You give so much to the city, to the kids of the city, to you, uh, to me, to everybody. Uh, where where did that come from, right? Why why did why do you feel so uh, like it's your obligation to to give back so much? Man, Dave, I feel like man, I'm I'm in a position. I sit on a platform where I get a chance to do some amazing things, meet some people behind the scenes, and a lot of people don't have that opportunity. And I feel like if I can export that to the next person, if they can grow, like I had a, an interview with Fat Joe uh, the other day, and we talked about, you know, Fat Joe's been in the game for a while. He's, he's seen, you know, many eras of music from, from tapes to CDs to uh, marketing promotions with um, yeah. flyers and posters on, on street corners to now everything's on the phone now. So just kind of picked his brain and asked him like, hey, what deals are out there? Should I stay independent or should I sign with a major? Or if I'm a producer, should I, um, and I wanted to sample a record, should I sample it and, and just put it out there or should I get it cleared first? Just some of those nuggets that I can get from, you know, from friends that I've been around and to people that are actually coming up to say, hey, you know what? I may want to stay independent. Let me stop trying to make my, you know, everything for a major deal. Let me just, let me, let me collect all the bags myself until I need that extra help. And so just to try to, Drop those nuggets, man, so they don't just, you know, waste any time, man. In this industry, in this business, you don't want to waste any time. So, you know, just being able to help out, man, that's – and not just music, but just in the community. Like, to be honest, my mom – like, I'm a Focus Hope kid. You know, my mm. mom, she worked alongside um, Father Cunningham and Eleanor Josiah. like, right there. So, like, those were, like – those were, like, mentors to me. I got a chance to see community service at a young, young age. I'm talking 9, yeah. 11, 12 years old. 
And so uh, that's always been in my heart, man, to give back. So, you know, I love Detroit and I love the people that's here. I get tired of going out of town and seeing some of the things that I want to see happen here. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's time to make it happen. So it's happening. So let's go. That's crazy. Like, I don't think people understand how important it is the the experiences you have as a kid, right? And so you had experiences as a kid watching people give back and watching your parents and your mom. And and, and now it's in you, right? Like, there's no way you can you can get it out of you. You you have to give back because it, it, the joy you get out of it, I mean, that, that that's something that can't be replaced by anything else. That, that's awesome. Uh, we need to make sure the kids see better things, right? So they can grow up and be better. You know what I mean? I think that's so important especially at those formative formative years where, you know, you're you're seeing all the, you know how it is in the city, right? You see all these things that you you probably shouldn't see, right? And then, you know, you grow up and people are like wondering like, well, what's wrong with that kid? Well, he saw some things that he probably shouldn't have saw, right? And that's all he know. Um, I think think that's very important. And and I'm so glad you got a chance to see them things because I've benefited from Dr. Darius and so many people around the city have, have benefited from your generous heart, if you will. Man, I appreciate it, man. You got a good heart too, man. You, you. I remember meeting you. Uh, I was hosting. You got your pep rally. You guys were going to face the team that was sixty-six and zero at home. Uh, and you guys didn't have a home field, right? Yeah, no, we had one, but it was it was garbage. Right. <laughs> it was a garbage home field. Plus, nobody. The, the so let me just tell you a whole story about that. So the league we were in kicked us out of the league because we destroyed everybody, right? And then form their own league with only the teams that, except for us, us in Highland Park, right? So they kicked us in Highland Park out and then formed a different league with all the other same teams, right? So now they do that right before my senior season. And so now we got to find games where we can't play, right? And so, of course, anybody going to come play us at our house. So we got to find all these games and we got to go. We played every away. My jersey's so yellow. Oh, my goodness. Just from, you know, playing on the road every game. And so that's why we played all our all the road. And we had a home field my junior year, but nobody wanted to play us at home. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all went down. And so when you beggar, you can't be choosing. You, if you're a beggar, you can't say, no, we're not playing, y'all. We have to play you because we need these games to get in the playoffs. They were 66 and 0 at home. They probably had all the confidence in the world. Y'all Easter boys went down there and put the whoop on them. Yes, we did. Uh, it's one of my proudest sports moments, if uh, I do say so myself. Uh, they really they really thought they were going to beat us. Like, they had no idea that little Inkster was going to come down there and, and destroy them. But uh, it was it was the most dramatic fashion, too, right? Last second, touchdown, 63-yard touchdown pass. One, one of my best sports memories, for sure. Absolutely. That's what's up. So are there any organizations that you give back to or – that people should know about that, that they should probably think about giving back to? Um, I tap in with uh, Wish Upon a Team. That's uh, one of my organizations where we have a chance to uh, go out and redecorate um, teens' uh, hospital rooms who have life-limiting medical conditions. Uh, it's actually called a Design My Room program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it costs maybe like two or $300 just to put it on. I actually, uh, for that organization, I'm not deaf. Uh, I can't remember the last fight I had. It was probably in middle school. I probably lost that one. So here it is. We we put together a celebrity boxing match, um, and I trained for like 72 days. I fought a, a former champion by the name of Bronco McCart from uh, Monroe, Michigan, uh-huh. uh, and uh, we raised some money for that. So I was proud of that, uh, but Wish Upon a Teen is definitely one of the organizations that uh, I give back to and, you know, look out for kids because, you know, these kids and parents – 
you know, need extra help and support, but just to make them feel comfortable yeah. while they have to be in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Definitely. So I got a game for you. You want to play a game? I got a game. <laughs> I made a fun. game. I, I, I knew some game was coming about. I got a game. I, I, mean, I, I watch your show. You always game. got something up under your sleeve. I got a game, right? So you 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 seen TNT with Shaq and all them. And, they, and you know, Charles Barkley, he don't know. He don't know nothing, apparently. He he don't know where none of the people play. And they play they play the game who he played for. Right. Right? So who he played for. So I got a game. It's called Where He At? Now. Where he at now? Where is he at now? And I got a bunch of former Pistons, right? He's going to start off relatively easy. I mean, they're probably all going to be easy for you. you you so interested in the Pistons, you know. It's probably going to be easy for you, all of them. But former Pistons that's still in the league, right? But who they play for now? You ready? Okay. All right. See what you got. Derrick Rose. New York Knicks. All right, all right, all right. Reggie Jackson. L.A. Clippers. Ah, okay, okay. Chris Middleton. Oh, Milwaukee Bucks. Ah, Tobias Harris. 76ers. Okay, okay. Bruce Brown Jr. New, I was about to say New Jersey. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Why do you know he's so good? Luke Kennard. Luke is a clipper. Ish Smith. This might be the one. This might be the one. Ish Smith is with the Washington Wizards. It's not the one. Oh. Right. <laughs> He's definitely with the Washington Wizards. Very good. Markeith Morris. All right. Now, this might be the one that gets you because, you know, it's twins. They both play. Hey. They don't differentiate. Here we go. Right. Keith and Keith. Markeith Morris. Where is Markeith Morris? Where he at? He is a Clipper. No, man, wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> he is a Laker. I knew I was going to get you. Uh, Aaron Baines. Where is Aaron Baines hooping at? Where he at? Ooh, Aaron Baines. Where is Baines? Baines is either in Dallas or where is Aaron? No. Boston Celtics. And he is with the Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Okay. I haven't seen the Raptors play much, but. <laughs> but ain't well, I think he was with Celtics, though. Right. Uh, Kawhi Leonard don't play for him no more. I mean, it's not a whole bunch, you know, going on. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Marcus Morris. Where is Marcus Morris hooping at? The other team I said his brother was play for. He plays for the Clippers. Yes, he does. All right, all right, all right. Stanley Johnson. This is tough one. This is going to be tough one. Nah, I just saw Stan. Stanimal plays for – he doesn't play for the Raptors. Stan plays for – damn it, I just seen you, bro. Stanley Johnson plays for the uh, – you got me. Don't I think me. he do play for the Raptors. Do we? 
Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take that one, okay? Here you go. You 8-3 and, th- and three right now, right? That's a good record. Yeah, you 8-3 right now. You got one more, though. The big fella. Boban. Where is Boban? Where he at? Boban in Big Dallas. Yes, he is. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Nine to three, not bad. Doctor, 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 doctor. All right, so you interview. I'm interviewing one of the biggest stars right now, but you've interviewed some of the biggest stars in in sports, as far as athletes, uh, singers, rappers. You've interviewed everybody, right? You've been around and got a chance to uh, pick the brains and touch different people. Uh, what's your best uh what i want to say your best memory like like of the best story you have of, of somebody that you've interviewed that maybe blew you away or or that was just hilarious or it was the worst you ever had what what what, what do you got for us um i want to say maybe meeting and interviewing destiny's child uh, Ooh, uh, i say kelly like I think it was Latavia, and I got a chance to interview them. They actually sang a cappella in the studio. Um, Beyonce that was, had to be great. Yeah, I mean, they 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 were great young uh, entertainers, and they all look good. They all of them. Oh I mean, uh, yes, it was like yes. you know. Uh, yes and yes, and I think that was yes probably one yes. of my most memorable moments because, like, I took a picture with them. And then uh, I bet if I had posted it, like if the gram was out there, man, it would have went crazy viral. 50,000 likes, like, oh, Dr. Derry, oh, no, he know Destiny them. Destiny so people heard the interview. Them. They heard the interview and they kept asking, like, yo, how were they? And I just, I was just pulling a picture out. They was like, oh, my, you took a picture with Destiny's Child. And I, I knew, I felt like you get around certain artists, you know, like, okay, they're going to be big. I knew it. That was one of those groups where you know, like, okay, they're gonna be something, like, for, yeah. real, for real. That's crazy. That's great. So, uh, man, I want to. So, what's your other favorite interview other than that one? What's your what, What's your favorite interview other than that one? Uh, that's crazy. I mean, you've interviewed everybody. I mean, almost everybody. Uh, maybe just not Barack Obama. That's about who else. That's the only person you ain't interviewed, probably, right? Yeah, I'm sure you're on the way. I'm, but pretty much, man. My fun interviews are people that I, that I don't know. You know, yeah. uh, because you get a chance to ask all type of questions. And some people come in dry, you know, so how'd you do? It was cool. And then so you kind of got to go into something else. Like if they're from Atlanta and we just played the Hawks, like, bro, your Hawks just going to get cream like that by my pitch. They bring out this shit. Then they go sit up like, what you mean, man? My Hawks, my, my, my Falcons. So then you just kind of, it's ways to bring different artists out of the show. Because, you know, they've been traveling on the road, yada, yada, yada. So that, that's the fun part. I love when artists come in and they kind of like, Ugh. I think one was um, Wale. Uh, Wale came into the studio. I had some guests sitting around, you know, just kind of, this is one of those like in-studio audiences. I was just trying something new, but uh, he was just kind of tired. Like, you know, his energy wasn't there. It was kind of like- I think that that was probably when he he had did a performance for uh, Aaron Dumars, probably at her birthday. Cause I remember me, Denari, everybody met him. And he probably did it. He probably on that total tour doing that. Listen, that day his itinerary was crazy. I think he did like uh, uh, some appearances in Royal Oak. So it's normally like the, the the artists will run around the city, and when they get to me, they sort of like, 
you know, fresh breath air, but right. I, they got to answer these questions. So you just kind of make it fun. So not, my best interviews are people who they come in and they just got that look like, man, what's he, what are you about to ask me? He about to yeah. ask me personal, some, you know, about my, my music. And that's me. I don't necessarily get into like people's personal stuff. Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I feel like we, uh, give like you as well we give 80 percent of our life to the public man you know you yeah. know who we are and so you know how much we make and who we date sometimes is that's private we like to keep right. that right there so can we please have some privacy my goodness yeah just a little bit all right so what's your favorite uh detroit sports memory right you fully entrenched in this in the in the city and the sports uh what's your favorite favorite memory Every championship won. Uh, I want to say the 04 Pistons uh, because it was one of those times where like the city just wasn't together, you know. And when the Pistons were winning, the Palace is selling out. Uh, we're holding teams under 70. Everybody was walking around this town, high fiving each other at bars, watching the game, buying people drinks they never even met. And uh, it was just that that feeling of togetherness. And then we won it and brought it home and then we was just this this everywhere we went it was just yeah Detroit Detroit right 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 I think that was one of the best memories man because I got a chance to see an organization and a sports team actually you know uh bring a city together and uh that's one of the most memorable uh my next memorable will be the one where the Lions win I think the Lions are going to win within the next two years maybe three I, I think the same thing yeah so, I think that same thing I, I said it and I, I stood pat and I said it over and over I think that same thing in the name. I said this year, not, not, maybe not no championship, nothing like that, but they're going to show real progress toward the goal of something that we've never gotten a chance to taste. Absolutely. You're going to see the lion eat. You're going to see the lion eat. So. Yeah. That, that's awesome. That, that is that. <laughs> so what, what's next, right? What's next with Dr. Darius? I'm sure you're probably about to be in four different movies. You know, you, you like Kevin Hart at this point, right? You, you everywhere, you're going to be on everything. What's next for you? Uh, I'm still on my give back, man. Of course, my podcast. Um, one thing that I haven't done in radio, I've always just, you know, kind of, it's scripted. It's a, it's a scripted show from time to time. Uh, right. Have a little bit more fun exporting interviews through via my socials, but the podcast, man, I'm really going to dive Great. into myself. Like I never really talked about anything personal, personal experiences, meetings that I've been in, things that I could, you know, help shape perceptions for. And But I never really kind of dove into like the personal me. I have a lot to talk about, yeah. uh, a lot of experiences to share. That's one. Uh, and two, I'm looking to um, basically start a platform for Detroit artists, you know, um, we we here right now, and so I have a few ideas of the, so how I can give back uh, and then get some uh, some young hosts to kind of like you know put it to, you know host it for me and because uh, I want everything to be right, man. I don't have to be the voice of Detroit to be you know host everything or you know I can executive produce or you know right just, right right just make sure I just keep giving back to the culture, man, to see it grow <laughs> and then uh, you know my kids will be a part of it one day whether they do radio, TV, or whatever, but they'll have an opportunity. To, to see some great things that that's been uh that's been laid out by you know me or people that's you know around doing things in the community that's awesome this is dr darius y'all so now we got we got two minute drill this is a, this is the last thing we're gonna we're gonna dive into uh you get two minutes right 
And it's, it's actually, now that I think about it, it's kind of a long time. Where you start calling it the one-minute drill because people finish in like 30 seconds, right? So you can expand as much as you want, but you got two minutes and uh, it's three questions or, or three statements that you're going to finish, right? So it's going to be Dr. Darius, blah, 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 and then you finish the sentence and you're going to have two minutes to finish all three. And the clock will start when I read the first one. You ready? Yep. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. I mean, I'm, look, I'm looking at my clock. I want to. I want to make sure I got the shot clock right in front of me. You know, like the play clock. Damn, you got play right, clock right. all around the stadium. <laughs> so, Doctor Darius has become a success because because of the hard work that I've seen my parents uh, put in, and just me, you know, following up on all my educational uh, experiences. Detroit sports will function best if the Lions win a Super Bowl within the next two years. The Lions will Super Bowl next two years. All Detroit sports going to survive <laughs> and, and <don't> thrive. <laughs> My advice to anyone trying to create their own forward progress is? Believe in yourself. Give up. Everything is not going to happen right off rip. I mean, it's going to feel like you're in a room. The, 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 the room is dark. You know there's a light switch somewhere. Just keep walking. Keep doing what you think. Keep feeling around because you're going to feel that light switch. You're going to flip it and everything is going to pop right then and there. But stay in your truth. Stay within yourself. Believe in yourself and be confident. That was dope. And you still have one minute and 11 seconds left. Yay! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> we Hail Mary. Hail Mary. You might. Hey, but we better hope Tom Brady on the other side because you left a little bit too much time on the clock. Because <laughs> he might. He going to take that thing down. We know he going to. Unless. Unless. We got Detroit zone Brandon Graham rushing the passer. Then we go get the ball back. We're good to go. So that's right. good. We got we got Brandon Graham to rush the passer. So we good. And hey, listen, I got confidence in defense, my defense, Brandon Graham all day. Get him, BG. Get him. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, anything you want to plug, let, let, let people know what your podcast, uh, when it will be coming out, and, and, and what's the name and everything like that. It's the People Mover Podcast. You can find it on iHeartRadio uh, on their platform. I am uh, – Launching it within a couple of weeks. Uh was going to be on 313, March 13th day, but uh, I've got a few things that I'm still kind of working on right now, and I don't want to rush it. Um, but that's it. You can follow me on my socials at Dr. Detroit Radio, DR Detroit Radio. Um, and that's about it. You know, just connect with the culture and the community and just having fun in the city that I love, man. I love the renaissance of the city, everything that's uh, going on downtown and midtown and different communities and neighborhoods. So I love it, man. I'm all here for it. Now, before we go, for Jay Reed playing us out, Jay Reed gonna play us out, but I need to hear the Shazam. Oh, I'm talking about, I, 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 you don't even gotta get a real, I want the, the pre-recorded. I need to hear the, the, the da, I need, I need that. And then you can finish it with, with Dr. Derry. I need them all in sequence. Let's go, let's see what we got. First of all, I gotta shout out my guy, Jay Reed, man. Like you are definitely doing your thing. Uh, we had a chance to work together and, and, and go out on a TV show. He was a, a guy that um, I always believed in his lyrics, his, uh, his, his movement. And uh, we had a chance to go on a TV show. I was selected to go on uh, The Real. I know you didn't ask me this, but we had a chance to go on The Real uh, television show. And they yeah, asked I remember. Me, pick an artist from Detroit that you feel like is next. And uh, he, was, he, he's, he was that guy. He still is that guy to me. He now. He now. Yeah. He, at the time, that's how I felt. But he, yeah. he got it. He got it. And uh, we had a chance to go out. And, man, listen here. To win the votes, to win over the city from Inkster, Detroit, the metro area, to win those votes, to go against five other uh, cities, major cities, to get that love, to fly out, for him to kill the show, bro. 
it's one of those memories, man. One of those moments that just talking about it right now gives me goosebumps. Just knowing, yeah. that, like, it's, it's just it, it just sends me emotionally, you know, a few places because, man, it, I, I, that's what I love to see, man. I love to see that growth and. He did that, man. So shout out to Jay Reed, man. That's my guy forever. Oh, we're gonna have Jay Reed on the show. You know, uh, who is it? Who do the five fingers of death? The the freestyle thing. Who do that? Somebody do that on the radio. I don't know. Somebody do it. But we gonna do. We gonna have him on there and on here, and he gonna be. You know, I'm gonna, we're gonna have a beat playing. He gonna he gonna rap. I'm gonna rattle off some words, and he's so cold with it. I just can't wait to see what he gonna do. But can't wait to get him on here too. Let's get it. All right, for your doctor uh, intro, let me see. I think this might be the – this. he want the old school one. This was uh, my very first intro. Rest in peace to Proof, D12, Detroit. I needed an intro. Uh, I was just starting a radio. Everyone had a radio intro. I had. I didn't have one. Proof was walking around. I said, Proof, I need an intro, bro. So he put it together. This was the end of it. <laughs> And then I'm gonna end it off with a Shazam! <laughs> Appreciate you. That was Dr. Darius, Mr. Shazam, Jay Reed. Forward progress is forward progress is forward progress. Welcome to forward progress. Forward progress is forward progress is forward progress. Welcome to forward progress. Forward progress.